This is Val from the Moses Gun, and you are listening to Radio 1 Chicago here on WLUW 88.7 FM. listening to Alex on Radio 1 Chicago. Joining me in studio today is uh, Vel Mullins of Chicago Trio, The Moses Gun, talking about their most recent EP, Triage. Uh, welcome. Well, thank you, Alex. Thanks for having us. Yeah, me, how, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> us in spirit, right? Yes, indeed. They're, yeah, they're on the phone with me and uh, texting back and forth and yeah. trying to make it. Traffic, man. What about that traffic? Yeah, was it busy coming in? I heard you trying to like speed on over here to make your time oh, I was, slot. I was hustling. I, I, I like to respect the, uh, <laughs> the load-in time and yeah. the arrival time and the prep time. I'm glad I made it. Yeah. And again, thanks you guys for all the support. You know, when we did our EP release, you guys were like right on that thing with it, man. We were at Quenchers, you guys were right on it, <laughs> and uh, put our Bandcamp links and everything up there. Yeah. Greatly appreciate it. All the support you guys have given us over the years. We, uh, it's it's a wonderful thing to have, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank, thank you, you, Alex. Thank you. Um, so much praise. Thank you. You know, like. It's what well, we do here in, you, uh, you know, Radio 1 Chicago. We have all Chicago everything. That's so. right. All Chicago everything. <laughs> um, so tell us about the other members of your band who are not here with us today. Well, right well uh, Captain Jim Kendall <laughs> is on his way. We have, a, we have a little rehearsal to get ready for our Bloomington, Illinois debut Saturday at the uh, Meltdown Creative Works there. So he's on his way. He's the, our drummer and our uh, do-everything guy. He's our, he's our Swiss Army knife guy he can he's the guy that makes the you know makes the recording sound the way they sound and he uh you know has that producer's touch and he gets the stuff done good he pours over it with his with his heart and soul mm -hmm. and makes it sound good makes it sound like we know what we're doing <laughs> and then there's uh there's rich harris the inimitable and mm -hmm. unavoidable rich harris who may or may not show up still there's a chance he could still show up 
Yeah. <laughs> like that was me telling him to <laughs> he could still show up because i'm on my own here but yeah no it's great i'm talking to alex it's cool you know it's cool you know he's our bassist my bassist and and vocalist and and mastermind and quality control and and writer of songs and all the good stuff so it's rich and it's jim and it's me and we try to do what we can do awesome yeah so how long have you guys been uh together as a band well, I tell you what, <laughs> Rich and I met in 1989, you know what I mean? 1989, southeast side of Chicago, like 86 in Saginaw, you know what I'm saying? Yep. A little, little uh, garage back behind Mrs. Parrish's house. That's when we started cooking this thing up, and uh, it's been a long, awesome, awesome road. I wouldn't change anything, you know? But, yeah, it's, uh, and then Jim joined us around, what, 2010? Uh, well, as as a producer, and then later, uh, kind of on and off as a drummer, and now permanently as a as our drummer and producer, and all that kind of stuff. And you know, we get on pretty good. We all, you know, we all are family dudes, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's it, it's working out pretty well. It's it, we're in a great place. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I had, when we sent in when we sent this music in links to this music when we got done with it. I I first went to a recording studio with with malice aforethought in like 1997 you know what i mean like 20 years ago i have never released anything with my name on it that i've had as much confidence in as these three songs and what's more <laughs> we've got more in the pipeline so uh, stay tuned if you like uh, if you if you guys seem to dig it you know and and we for, for that we are very appreciative yeah. There's more coming. No, it was it was like it was a hot EP, you know. It was like it was really rocking. It was it was going. You Thank know? you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, have you guys always been the Moses Gun then, or was it when you kind of like got the trio going? Then you, you guys were who you are. 1995 is when we, <laughs> for better or worse, became the Moses Gun. We were yeah. watching. We were. There's an interesting story, uh-huh. but I don't uh, I don't know that story. So I'm going to tell you the story <laughs> that I know. We were watching uh, Heartbreak Ridge. You know, I was living in Wicker Park, so Richard was crashing at my crib. So I get home from get home from work, and we're watching, you know, cable and all and whatnot. And you know, that Clint Eastwood movie comes on, and and co-starring the 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 amazing and venerable actor, Shakespearean trained actor Moses Gunn. And it's like that dude's name is Moses Gunn. That's that guy from Good Times. And we go, you know what? I think Rich looked at me and says, you know what? That'd be a great name for a band. And it was like, well, yeah, is he alive or dead? And there was no internet in 1995, or at least we didn't have it. <laughs> so we were like, yep. I, I don't know if he's dead or alive, so let's change it a little bit so that we don't get sued or whatever. So I go, let's put a the in front of it. Then it becomes an object, the Moses gun, and take off one of the ends, and it was there it was. So that's it, so 1995. And then we you know, kind of demoed and practiced and goofed around and and drank and did stuff and then you know what i mean and raised families and then we finally got a drummer and so we've been the moses gun in and out of consciousness since 1995 and we're still here we we refuse to uh to stop because we love it yeah you know uh so you said you met um one of your band members on the southeast side of Chicago. So yes. where did you grow up? In I city? grew up in Auburn Gresham, a combination of Auburn Gresham and Inglewood. Okay. Uh, Leo High School and all that okay. good stuff. All the beautiful, beautiful bungalows down there. Lovely, lovely experience. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So how has uh, like growing up there uh, kind of like helped develop you as an artist? Well, uh, exposure to a myriad of different sounds and, and going, going to school where I went to school. You know, we had a wonderful music program. We had an amazing music program. So we had music class like every day with Sister Miriam, the amazing Sister Miriam, man. She was awesome. Took, started taking guitar lessons like when I was in third grade and because I just I loved it. Man. I, I, I wanted to know how to do it. I saw the, the late Glenn Campbell on TV one time and I'd see B.B. King on TV and I'd listen to my parents record collection i go man that, what's that sound what is that i want to learn how to do that because that looks cool as heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, i want to do that <laughs> that's, it. that's the stuff that sound i want to be able to make that sound so i'm still working on that you know so someday maybe i'll be able to you know <laughs> pull it together and do something like that but yeah that's what it was it was just exposure to west montgomery and and bb king and jimmy and and carlos santana and, and all that stuff and oh my god the woodstock i was just watching that video for a soul sacrifice from woodstock oh <laughs> mind blowing oh my goodness gracious yeah yeah so that's the stuff right there i mean that's never going to go away i mean if, and i don't care if, if nobody ever if nobody else likes it i don't care we're going to still be doing what we do you know because if we we're going to stop because of lack of acceptance we would have stopped along or because of lack of money because god knows we i mean can i mention money in that context <laughs> i know i can't say anything yeah. about you know ixnay on yeah. the right <laughs> okay so yeah so we we do it for because it's got to be done you know mm -hmm. i got kind of close to the mic right there sorry <laughs> i heard like a sizzle sound and i got scared <laughs> you're like too close <laughs> so yeah i mean it's something i mean the the stuff the other thing that keeps us going now, I mean, going back to the roots of everything, that's what that was, the, the environment in the 70s and listening to WLS and hearing, you know, <laughs> all the stuff that was available, you know, <laughs> Funkadelics and, and everything. So much guitar and so much awesome drum. Everything, even the most extravagant stuff that you would hear, you know, like Chic and everything, was still just drum, bass, guitar, vocals, you know? Mm -hmm. If you, you get that right, or at least close to right, you find a way to express yourself there, or even if you're just drums and guitar and vocals, like White Mystery or something like that, you know what I mean? Or just bass and drums like uh, Mr. Russia, you know what I mean? Y you can still push a message and get something across. Or if you got keyboards, like, uh, you know, like absolutely not. You got keyboards, guitar, yeah. vocals, and killer drums. Drums that just don't stop. Yeah. Oh, I saw them at um, Underground, Underground Lounge and fell in love with that band. I fell in love with those guys. You can have, you can do it. You can, and I'm so in, inspired and encouraged that it's going to keep going because, you know, there's a whole new generation of people that are like have access to it, and and it's still alive. It's still it's still like blending. It's still relevant. It's still growing and, and and morphing into what the next generation wants it to be. You know, with guys like Namdi and them, and everybody. It, this scene, being in Chicago, it's encouraged. You can't stop. You get you get inspired by people that are like young and hungry and doing yeah. it, and you go, hell yeah, let's go do this, let's go, let's do it. Yeah, it's such a good music scene too. You, it's, like, it's, it's it's always been, been. Yeah. it's never not been mm -hmm. from you know Phyllis's in ninety seven, ninety six, and Big Horse in ninety seven to Bar Vertigo in two thousand three, and all it it, it doesn't stop. It's still going now, you know. So that here we are. And there we are. And, you know, as long as we can walk and hear. <laughs> I guess we'll be doing it, you know? Yeah. 
Well, let's hear uh, one of your, another track. Another track from yeah, the EP that you can get, if you know, wait, that's some, you can <laughs> listen to right now as we play it on WLUW 88.7 FM. We should probably listen to, um, you know, the air inside our house, because that's, you know, that's, that, that speaks to yeah. the, the path and who, those we've lost along the path mm-hmm. and the fact that we're going towards the vision that they had and everything, you know what I mean? So, yeah, the, right. the air inside our house. All right, and this is the air inside our house off of Triage, the latest EP from The Moses Gun.
I'm Alex, and we're back on Radio in Chicago with Val Mullins from The Moses Gun. Hello, Alex. <laughs> it's wonderful to be here. Absolutely. So that song was The Air Inside Our House off of the Triage EP. Correct. Um, so how has your writing style kind of like developed or changed over the years? Um, well, uh, well, the process is still pretty consistently uh, music. Like chord progression, okay. guitar for chord progression, and then trying to figure out or letting the the, the melody kind of ooze out of that somehow, like or kind of develop in in my head. Okay, it mm -hmm. sounds like it's this, and then you kind of hum or sing, or sometimes you get the vocal, the the lyrics kind of just come to you sometimes. Okay. Sometimes they don't come for years and years <laughs> and years, but uh, eventually it kind of goes like that, and then you kind of let the feeling of the melody dictate what words and what feelings we should go with that melody and what that chord progression but it's generally the chord progression comes comes first Got it. unless i get a, a a germ of an idea for like a one like phrase sometimes i'll build stuff from that but mm -hmm. but it's just like that it's it's really just a matter of chords you know i'm i'm a big i'm not really good at it but i tend to like have um like chords just kind of chord progressions just kind of happen that go oh okay well this goes here and then this happens and it's like okay well that sounds like there should be something going like this over mm -hmm. it type of thing yeah so it's mostly you start with the melodies then and then whatever pours out correct kind of comes the, is yeah. that how it's always been like from like your 2012 album too and then with the ep pretty or? much yeah there's a you know the writing and the the creative process has been going on and there's a lot of we've got a lot of songs in the queue that we just need to just actually record that we've been that, you know we've been playing at some on some in some form or another since like you know 2003 you know what i mean it's oh, like uh, but mm -hmm. they're they're just kind of stored back there. yeah they're waiting for their turn they're mm -hmm. like itching and you know chomping at the bit or chopping or whatever that, that word is yeah, yeah so that's the process there. And then the lyrics is, you know, it's just letting it come out of you, letting something, letting things come through you, letting, feel, you know, letting it come to you and letting your feelings get into it. And it can be as something as, as mundane as, wow, that show last night was kind of jacked up. It was cool how there was a lot of people there and then they all left before we, <laughs> before we played, you know, so you get, you know, you go home and next morning you're like, damn, I'm mad. Yeah. So you pick up the guitar and start wailing away and you beat, you know, you just kind of pound the song out, you know. Sometimes it happens yeah. like that. Sometimes it happens because you're just, you know, uh, you're inspired. I, there's one one piece that eventually we're going to record that was inspired by uh, just looking at my kids sleeping, you know. You know, it's like just looking at them sleeping and yeah. and feeling happy and, and but partly partly scared because being responsible for them like going wow you know what i'm just me i'm a grown-up now <laughs> you know i'm <laughs> this like is this is it i have to like you know i'm the dude that, that feeds in in houses if i you know just you know blow this all off mm -hmm. i can't i can't i can't just yeah. blow this all off exactly yeah but it's it's it happens cool it's i don't there's never any pressure or anything mm -hmm. for me i don't ever put any pressure on myself to like oh i've got to finish this oh, i've got to do this i've got to get yeah. lyrics for this i've got to you know it's no like hard deadlines or anything uh -uh. it's kind of like as it comes as it, it comes. comes that's mm -hmm. the only way to fly man you know yeah. 
I'm sorry for saying man over and over again, like no, I'm okay. like it's 1968 or something. Hey, man. <laughs> we were talking about Woodstock earlier. So yeah, that's what it is. I'm stuck. In, it's 1969 <laughs> in my Back head. In 1969. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Now it's 1986. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Bringing it back to 2017. <laughs> um, so then is it more, is it like collaborative at all? Like, do you take ideas oh, yeah. from, you know, Oh, yeah, band yeah. Members? I mean, yeah, there's, like I said, with Rich, it's quality control. And same with Jim. It's like, you know, that's garbage. That doesn't move me. At some point in a band, you have to, in order for two, three, four, five individuals to come together and contribute their parts and, and, and perform it, if it, it's no good if everybody isn't feeling it you know what i mean that's no good i don't want to play if somebody's over there like hunched over like man this sucks that's no fun so the stuff that where people go man this is i don't i'm not feeling this that just gets you know put to the side that's or mm-hmm. you know but i'm we i think we're in a very fortunate position where stuff we play we're all geeked as heck about it you know it's like like breaking out of jail when we play it's like yeah 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 which one it doesn't matter yeah. put them in a hat shake it up <laughs> and whatever comes out it's gonna be gold it's gonna be awesome yeah that's where we're at with it yeah how has uh like prepping for shows you know we were talking a bit earlier during the break about you know traveling for the first time to you know bloomington for like an outside of chicago show so how has like prepping for these kinds of you know gigs been well, it's just a matter of, I mean, we like to be prepared and err on the side of being over-prepared and over-rehearsed, but sometimes because we're like, you know, responsible, mortgage-having adult parent types, you know, we sometimes have to really fight and, and schedule and squeeze to get together. But we, we practice our instruments individually and, and we hold ourselves responsible for our own performances and our own, you know, excellence and not letting each other down. It's like a team, you know. It's like I don't want to let them down and yeah. they don't want to let me down. So it, it ends up where, like tonight, we're going to go and, and try to pound out an hour and a half, two hours, getting ready for Saturday mm-hmm. down in Bloomington, yeah. Illinois. Yeah, I was like, tell us more about the, this. Well, I'm glad you asked me, Alex. We, uh... I'm, you know, Alex, it's funny you should ask that. You know, we're actually going to travel. We're going to get in the bus, <laughs> the big old Partridge family bus. We're going to motor on down to Bloomington, and we're going to play at a place called Meltdown Creative Works. It's a print shop, an amazing print shop, and they, they host shows, okay, put on by Chernobyl events there. And, and we're, we are blessed to be joining a band from Grand Rapids, Michigan, who are, I think, in Las Vegas or somewhere in, in Nebraska right now. The plurals. We had an opportunity. We had to pass on it. Um, what was it last year, earlier spring or t- sometime? We couldn't make the show. We couldn't make the show work with our schedules. So, but I checked them out, and I was like, wow, these people really know how to rock. So I would really like to play a show with them. You know, in the interest of watching the show. You know, <laughs> I like to play. I like to play shows with people who I like. You know, it's like I listen to them and go, yeah, yeah sure. that's mm-hmm. cool. So if I can swing it, I try to swing it. But I didn't forget about them. And I was look, looking on their Facebook page or something. They came up in my feed, and I was like, oh, they're, they're playing in Bloomington. I'm like, oh, it's September. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, September. That's cool. It's a Saturday. But was only, they were the only ones on the bill. So I go, let's check in with them and see if they need another band on the bill. We don't have anything else going on. We, we'll have the, uh, the EP will be out by then. That should be fun. You know, be September. School's back in session. 
And sure enough, they were like, sure, great. And I was like, well, they didn't say it like that. They didn't go, sure, great. They, yeah. <laughs> they actually emailed, so I don't really know if they sound like that or not. But uh, we, we thank them. The Plurals from Grand Rapids, Michigan. We got a band called Sherwood Forest. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. Like, you know, like Robin Hood, Sherwood Forest. And then you got Casey Morrow. So that's going to be exciting. That's going to be exciting. Saturday, it's 9 p.m. It's all, can I say, all ages? Good, cool. I was like, I was on the edge. Yeah. I'm going to get kicked off the air. And where can our listeners find your music? Where can, you know, your social media, Facebook? Oh, well, there are many opportunities, including Bandcamp. Bandcamp is a wonderful, wonderful tool. We've been on Bandcamp for a long time. We, we're on Facebook, of course. Twitter, once in a while, we tweet. <laughs> we're on the Instagrams. Yep. Look for us by name. The Moses Gun will usually get it, get you to us. All the Moses Gun. Yeah, all the Moses all Gun, them. all everything. All Chicago, everything. All the Moses Gun, everything, yeah. Great. So we have one more song uh, to play off <gasps> of the EP. Um, so we're closing it out. I'd like to thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Gabe. And thanks, Hex, wherever you are. Wherever, yeah, Hex is listening, I'm sure. Scott Point to Hex. <laughs> Scott Point. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, X. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you and all. And so thanks for tuning in. Uh, stick around for more Chicago Everything right here on Radio 1 Chicago. <laughs>